The following podcast is about wrestling. Yes, we know. You see, every year, various wrestling promotions gather in a specific area to have shows leading up to WrestleMania. One day, some jackass decides to chronicle all those shows, and he managed to drag his girlfriend and two others along for the ride. We're still not sure how he pulled that off. Now, join us to find out what happened one crazy weekend. Shouty happy people, what? The world is a vamp. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to One Crazy Weekend, the show that discusses wrestling one weekend at a time. I am your host, Rosenthorn, and I am joined by Casey. Hello. And by Bunny. Hey. And by Jeff. Hello. And we are still in the quarantine time vortex. It is June 30th as we are recording this, and it is still raging through uh, the world, that vortex. Think of the quarantine time vortex as our version of the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Hmm. You're going to have to clarify that for me. Uh, the Game Grumps, because you can't say the virus on YouTube... You can't say any, like, version of coronavirus. Yeah, no. yeah. They, they decided to, anytime they have to refer to it, they're calling it the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Why? I forget. I think they, it was, Backstreet Boys was just on Aaron's mind when he suggested it, and they went with it. Okay. And right. catching the virus is getting tickets to the tour. <laughs> I, once this whole thing is over, I'm waiting for a Backstreet Boys reunion tour compilation. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, speaking of uncomfortable topics, we need to address them before we get into this show. Um, so, as again, it is June 30th as we're recording this. Over the past two weeks, uh, many, many people have come out uh, in, not support, but help me out here. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, the uh, members of the wrestling community have come forth on indie wrestlers that have been turned out to... Do very well, well, not robbery acts, but very heinous acts to the point where there's been a, a document list showing which ones have been doing these heinous doing acts. What, yeah. Uh, and okay, wow. look, half of Brit rest turned out to be a bunch of fucking sex pests. Happy? Yes, thank you. Yes. Basically, yeah, like Bunny said, a good chunk of British wrestling and a good chunk of American wrestling turned out to be full of various forms of sexual offender. Now, yeah. bingo! Yes, now we... Sorry, bad joke. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. We, uh... Right. Our stance is believe victims always. I mean... Um, in, I, unless in the, or in the very, very rare occasion that it turns out with, you know, supporting evidence... Yes. ...that, that the claims weren't mm-hmm. true. But that happens so rarely that we're just going to keep believing victims. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I, I think that's pretty oh. much the best way to put it. Okay, I'm going to save Dalton's comment for after the serious moment, but uh, yeah, we we do not want to give voices to these to these horrible people. So when uh, when one of these people, since we we're, talk, we're talking about stuff from the past, when one of these people pops up in one of the one of the shows we're watching, we're just going to ignore their match. Or if it's you know a multi-person match, we're going to ignore them. We're going to do our best to avoid giving these people platforms. And if we... Well, hmm? So I was just going to say, like, we'll ignore them, but, like, if anything good comes up with their opponent, who would presume to be blameless because... We will know, mention that, yes. Because it's not really their fault that they happen to wrestle a sex offender. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
but we will. We, my point is, we will not give a platform to said sex offenders. Damn right. To the best of our ability, obviously, we cannot keep up with who everyone is, but we're going to try our best. Well, and all the other offenders, just for the record, because you know there are plenty of people who you know kept their dicks in their pants, but still turn out to be assholes. Yeah, but I feel like being an asshole and being a sex offender is are, are two different things, you know. I know. I feel like we're just. Uh, we're, this is just gonna. We're just gonna we're... keep. It's like we... it's like squares and rectangles. Not all assholes are sex offenders, but all sex offenders are assholes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now then. Yeah. Like, we all good? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, now yeah. then, Dalton added the ad added right as Rosen said sex offenders, and now I'm worried. Well, the... welcome to 2020. Yep. Yeah, well, welcome to 2020. Ha- the... Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, welcome to 2020, where things can't get worse. Oh, no, it got they worse. It got worse. Well, that won't happen if, you, uh, if you're able to subscribe for four ninety nine a month or with Amazon Prime. It's free. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am the master of the shill. <laughs> anyway. With that unpleasantness out of the way, let's get to our main topic, which is GCW's The World on GCW Part 2. Oh, look, uh, more unpleasantness, not from the actual show, but but why it came to be the way it is. I was just going to ask, are we not doing the memoriam bit, or...? That, we have a segment, it's going to be, like, right before the first match, because that's when the actual... Oh, uh, okay, yeah, good point. Continue. So, as people know, the quarantine is still going on, and, uh... GCW found a way to do it safely. That, well, that as safely as possible. Yes, in as, the safe, yeah. as safely as possible. In outdoor venues with socially distant fans, uh, hand, mm-hmm. hand sanitizing stations everywhere, uh, pretty much every precaution taken to avoid people getting the virus. Well, yeah. That is I available. Mean, you can't really... Yeah, you can't really take any precautions against the nature of human stupidity, but I tried. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, they did you, th- you do your best. My point is, I'd like to applaud them for doing what they can to run a safe show. Yeah, yeah. I like. Yeah. I like. I will say, GCW did a good job doing their best. Like they were, like, I'll, I'll talk about the aesthetics here. They, every, between every mat match, they were sanitizing the ropes and the corners and they were making sure that the wrestlers were safe the wrestlers were doing their best like to not like get themselves hurt there was some social distancing but there's the major thing when the event tells you you can wear your mask except when you're drinking or, or eating food you wear your mask on the whole entire time during the, most of the time during this whole thing, there were moments where you can spot people even in front of the camera, either they're having the mask underneath their chin, mask over their nose, not covering their nose, or touching the wrestlers when they don't wear a fucking mask, or not, or in, in one case later in this, not practicing social distancing. Like, I know that GCW is doing our best, and you and yeah, I could say yes. It was a hot day, but if you are near people, do you want to get the wrestlers that you enjoy sick? Do you want to get the virus? 
Because guess what? If I am at one of those mask matches, guess what I'm going to be doing? Wearing a mask. And if I see you without one, I will punch you in the face until you wear that damn thing on. Have we made ourselves clear? I, I can't it? argue any of that. Yeah. Wear, wear a fucking mask or you're an asshole. I think that that's our, our main point. Pretty much. Especially you, Karen, in front of the camera, and also the other Karen, further Casey, behind. Casey's had some stew in time, is what we're saying. Stupid <laughs> <laughs> Karen, the stupid kids that don't wear their mask can, make me angry! Can, can I continue my <laughs> intro, please? Yes. Okay. From White River State Park in Indianapolis, Indiana, I, uh... I unfortunately told Crash about this show uh, after the, the tickets were sold out, so. Uh, but apparently he could have just gone to uh, gone to the edge of the park <laughs> and just hung out. Yeah. <laughs> so many people just, like... <laughs> I have a comment. Of, in match two, I have a thing about that. Yeah, it was just... I think that part, just seeing people, like, looking over it. Like, you didn't need to. You could just look over. Yes, uh... Commentators tonight are the power duo of Dave Prezak and Kevin Gill, two of the best commentators on the indies. Any thoughts on that? Eh, I've heard better... I think the commentators from the Kaiju Big Battle and also Excalibur are the best commentators. Well, I I kind of didn't qualify Excalibur in that because not only is he doing PWG, but he's also doing AEW, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he but, sold out. He sold out. Sorry. I mean, as far as commentaries, as far as as far as commentary go, you could do a hell of a lot worse. I'd like to see Excalibur and Kevin Gill together. Ooh. Oh wait, no wait. Excalibur and the commentaries from Kaiju Big Battle. That would be interesting. A three-person <laughs> team: uh, Kevin Gill, Wooly Mammoth Jr., and Excalibur. I mean, Excalibur, Excalibur would be totally into it. <laughs> But announcing tonight is friend of both me and the show, J-Rose. He's cool. He fucking yeah. killed it. He was so good. Yep. Yeah. All right. And, the, and also one thing to note uh, during the show is each of the uh, volunteers, including J-Rose himself, they were wearing yellow in support of one of the latest victims due to, uh, unfortunately, police brutality. Mm-hmm. And it, for, it was and, so, and I think all the donations uh, weren't they all going to like uh, one of the donations? No, wait, oh, I can't. Remember. I I know what you're talking about. The yellow bandanas that they were that they were all wearing. They auctioned them off. Yeah, yeah, they auctioned them off at the end of the show. And the one thing neat for the show, there were some wrestlers that are actually wearing Black Lives Matter shirts. Yes, and... I uh, I ordered that shirt actually. I uh, hope it arrives soon because I ordered it on the first. But I think that's an issue with the post office. It's an issue at the post office, but... Even though I went to the post office yesterday and they, they said they didn't know anything about it, but I still blame them. You could... Honey? Mm-hmm. Yep. You... You gotta look at your tracking information. I can't find my tracking information. We'll talk later. Yes. Because we have a serious thing to do now. Mm-hmm. We, we start off with a 10-bell salute to those we've lost, and this feels like a, a time to talk about... Uh, we in the wrestling community have lost a few noteworthy people who were taken from us too, far too young. Uh, Shad Gaspard, uh, Hanukkah Mora, who we've talked about in the past, Danny Havoc, and Adam Bueller. And we would like to extend our sincerest condolences to the families of Shad Gaspard, Hanukkah Mora, Adam Bueller, and Danny Havoc.
Okay. Let's, okay. Get, ba let's get back to this. Mm -hmm. First match! It's Jimmy Lloyd versus Alex saying, God, is it good to be back doing this? That's my first comment with Jimmy Lloyd. It's Jimmy Lloyd. Well, you don't like death matches. I just don't care for Jimmy Lloyd. Have I told you who his trainer was, by the way? I think you did, but I forgot. Drew Gulak. Drew was cool. Jimmy yes. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like Jimmy Lloyd. And you know who else I like? What? Alex Zane. Alex Zane. But first, I forgot to mention that Jimmy Lloyd has the space pants! <laughs> I didn't even notice he was wearing space pants. I mean, Alex Zane has gear and hair inspired by the Baja Blast colors. No, I, I I saw that, but also I thought Alex Zane was, had the colors inspired by retro... 90s Taco no, Bell. No, he flat out said it was Baja Blast, or it was the new Mountain Dew flavor at Taco Bell. Okay. Well, given the fact that Alex does, follows our, our Twitter and knows of our show, so... That's, that's, yeah. uh, hello, Alex. Does he? I thought it was Blake, but... Uh, still, we've talked to him before. I think it's, I think it's Alex and Blake. Point is, we've talked to him before. Yes. Anyway. Uh, anyone have any th notes before we get into the match? Well, I also put down yay for Zane when he appeared. Because <laughs> it's me. Yep. Bunny, Jeff, anything? Uh, have we talked about Zane before? We have, uh, at on uh, previous GCW shows. Oh, yeah, I thought he looked fairly familiar. Also, I've got it down here that, oh, yeah, that's right. He, his, his hair makes him look like a massive weeb. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Zane looks like he just kicked out of his own anime. He's my, the main I, protagonist. I've got it, I've got it. Hair. My hero, Tacodemia. Boo! <laughs> um, the only comment I have is that I found it kind of weird that, like, they've got a lot of people on the show who are like, okay, they've got a lot of deathmatch wrestlers on this show. None of the matches were hardcore or no DQ. It, it seemed like that would just be a lot simpler. Yeah, I think they're well, great. In, G well, in GCW, everything's no DQ. Oh, it is? Yeah, well... I think it's up to the referee's discretion, but the referee usually doesn't give a fuck. But I think yeah. just rule of thumb, it's no DQ, and deathmatch is usually just weapons are brought. But right now, it's kind of not safe to use light tubes and shit. Yeah, oh, okay. especially yeah, especially because of light tubes. Even when you take you break them, there's still that that, that fake dust in the air, and yeah, Is it fake dust. <laughs> well, yeah, yes. Honey, do you it's know what that dust is? Yes, I do. Okay, because mercury is not exactly fake dust. <laughs> I sorry, I, I speak. I blank, okay. <laughs> no. Dalton, it's, it's are okay. you Jimmy Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, but you were saying something before me, Jeff. No, no, it's 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 uh, 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 mainly mainly my point would just be about you know you don't want people shedding blood a whole lot. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. That's true. Yeah, no, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially because they're only cleaning the ropes. Like, I will, I make one note later about the ring after intermission, but I'll talk about it when we get there. Yeah, I don't think disinfectant does a whole lot with blood. No, it stains bad. Yep. Yep. But, uh, the match. 
Uh, excellent series yeah. of head scissors from Zane. Uh, Volador special on the grass. That's the uh, one where he like <laughs> handstanded on the ropes and then uh, twisted it into a destroyer on the grass. Yeah, out of the ring they go. At least I'm landing on soft grass? Question mark. I don't know, honestly. I think they're about the same. Uh, Jimmy keeping up with Alex at every stage. Crunchwrap. God, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Alex Zane versus Speedball someday. And then Taco Driver gets Alex the win. Great opener. I'm happy. It's not bad for our first match of the show. Like, we kept it simple. It's a good opener. Yeah. Yeah. It was a decent match. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then I put, then there goes the clean crew. Quickly clean the, the ring. Yay yep. to keeping wrestlers safe. Yep. And notable ring crew members include uh, Kung Fu Janela, who is Joey's cousin. Joey yeah, that's his cousin. Holy shit! Cousin or cousin? Cousin. Like relate uh, family. Oh, you mean actual cousin? Actual cousin, like. yes. Yep. Not is. He is an actual Janella. <laughs> not Joey. I think he's Johnny Janella, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and wow, uh, Janella's protege on on the Janella Zone on Instagram, Nasty Leroy. Hmm, interesting choice of name. Huh. He's uh, currently training at the Nightmare Factory. That's the a good Factory. name. That is a good that, name. That's Cody's school. That's the. Uh, that's essentially the uh, AEW developmental. That's oh, a nice. really good name. Wait, yeah. Cody Rose named it the Nightmare Factory? Because he's the American and Nightmare, you, yes. And you just now told me about I've it? I've told you many times. You just keep forgetting. <laughs> I told you he's the American Nightmare. I told you. I know. Well, the thing is, I knew I remember Cody Rhodes' American Nightmare. I just didn't know he had a wrestling school called the Nightmare Yeah, that's Factory. where Sadie Gibbs is, by the way, Bunny. That's where who? Sadie Gibbs is. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she's she's. I think she was the first signing to the Nightmare Factory, and her and Leroy are the ones I know about. I know there are others. Though. Match number two. It's Tony Deppin versus Shane Mercer. Yay for Deppin! Yes. It... Also, I can I say I put one note for Shane Mercer? Because I don't think... Have we seen Shane him Mercer. before? Shane Mercer. Shane Mercer, sorry. I know this is going to happen. Yeah. Have we seen him before? I have, uh, but I don't think we've okay. talked about him on the podcast, though. I, I don't I put, think I've seen him before. Yeah, I put down mm. that he looks like he also auditioned to play Stone Cold in an autobiographical film. Wait, Stone Cold? Or, no, or Goldberg. It was either Stone Cold or Goldberg. I had a clarity. Two I bald men? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Steve Yo, Austin had blonde, blonde hair, but it wasn't like a crew. It wasn't a crew cut. It was like I'm just face palming right now. <laughs> Sorry, you was like maybe a younger version. Yes, stunning Steve Austin. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. Good. I. I yeah, like a young version. It's not a biographical film. I just can't remember. <laughs> see, I was gonna go with a... a blonde Terminator, but. Well the, th well, the thing is, I... Okay, I haven't said this, but sometimes I confuse Stone Cold and Goldberg because I think they're the same person. Casey, that's totally fair. They're, they're both, like, bald guys from 1998. With goatees. Yeah, with goatees. And with, like, legendary... Hey, we haven't even... Hey, if we're getting on the subject of bald guys with beards, we haven't even got to the main event yet. Yeah, but the point is, I get that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, God, I mean, Dalton, me, no. I mean, 
I mean, to me, he kind of looks like a young Mark Jindrak. Yeah. Uh, Surfer Sting. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, Grief Life wasn't the only one, because I, I kind of kept that for a while. No, Casey, he, people look like <laughs> other people. It's the nature of humanity. Yeah. Stone Cold, Goldberg, Michael Stipe. Same guy. <laughs> Michael Stipe. Stone Cold, Michael Stipe. Everybody speaks. Shouty happy people, what? <laughs> There's your fucking opener. It's the end of the match as we know it. <laughs> and I feel... And it's just a glass sound effect. <laughs> Gormer, you know what to oh. do. Alright. <laughs> the new Mr. Independent Wrestling has arrived. It's Tony Deffen. Yay! And someone tried to actually touch him and he went, don't fucking touch me. I'm like, Again, yeah. Your, your streak <laughs> of, of saying the thing I'm about to say continues. It's funny. Uh, don't well, worry about it. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Well, also get the fact that this... Okay, this one particular guy in the audience that kept on doing like the elbow pump, but the thing is, like... Sanitize your elbows. Yeah, he kept trying to do it for every single wrestler, and I'm like, dude, they're not all going to do it. Stop it. Also, this guy in particular had it underneath his nose. I'm watching you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, don't fucking touch me is a mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't touch. Yes, and why is that not a GIF yet? GIF. GIF. I think it it was when the show happened. Ah. Oh. Okay. But yeah, uh, the it's Iron the Demon appears, and that coat uh, must be super heavy in the ninety degree weather. Yeah, that coat makes him look like an edge lord. <laughs> like he reminds <laughs> me of that that Schwarzenegger demon movie. End of days. Oh, end of days. Yes. End of days. Like that kind of aesthetic, just uh, demon punk. I guess the word would be. Oh, not a demon we're... punk, but like cyberpunk, but for demons. Oh yeah, 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 like you know, supernatural, you know, all sort of like you know, supernatural, uh, uh, young adult type shit, where every, where all the cool people wear black duster jackets. Dalton again. Yeah. Tony Depp, it is a strong ind- Mister Independent Wrestling who don't need no McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, here's the thing. Uh, so, it the rest, so the, your version of a demon story would be kind of like CM Punk, so be DM. Punk? Not a, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. DM Punk is when he does is when he does D and D. No, DM Punk is 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 how he, how he uh married or how he asked AJ out. I don't know. DM's joke. To, yeah. I was no I, no. I was trying to do DM. How about why don't we just keep going with the month? How about we get yes, about please. The match? Yes, Until please. We, before we just. Like embarrass ourselves further. Thank you. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep pe- track of people's entrances just for my own amusement. So Deppens, we know, is rebuilt the city on rock and roll by Starship, and Mercer's is Demons by Tech Nine. And when I when I heard that it was oh. Tech Nine, I realized, oh yeah, only Tech Nine raps that fast. Yeah, the theme it just sounded a bit like one of the songs from Pokemon Rejuvenation, but none of you played that, so you're not going to get that reference. Uh, I played many fan games, but game not that one. Seven at a time. Fantastic game. Yeah. Really recommend it. Continue. Uh, that's all I have before the actual match. Anybody got anything else? That's all I have before the match. Yeah, it's it's a it, yeah, it's a really good match. You know, Tony Deppen puts on uh, Tony Tony Deppen really puts on clinics. 
you know, he he can he can make anybody look good and looks good against anybody else. So yep. I mean, I, I, what else can you say? Yep. Uh, Deppin flopping on the sunset flip attempt uh, looked like Tina Belcher on on the bed in the Bob's Burgers episode. I think it's the Thanksgiving one where they're all like they all have to share the same room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't well, I was going to say like the whole, like the match starts as such by Japan attacking Mercer before the bell rings. Oh yeah, it doesn't work. Oh yeah, not very smart move. No, Japan's like I got it. I don't got it. Yeah, because Mercer's doing a brick gimmick, so he's just like, the fuck do you just do? Yeah. Uh, and it's one of the first times. And someone threatens to throw another guy into the river. I mean, someone <laughs> does get someone does get tossed into a body of water, but not the river. Yeah, but not, not the river. The river. <laughs> but uh, Mercer is a goddamn beast. And then Dave Prezak says uh, about the people watching from the other side of the park, it's the real light equivalent of WooTube. Oh, you mean they also have a disturbingly toxic <laughs> chat room? Hmm. Been saving that since that match. Uh. They're fighting towards a van down by the river without the van. And then Tony was caught into an apron bomb. And then, uh uh-oh, the stunt-Mercer rivalry continues. You're gonna have to explain this. So, I think in Marco Stunt's last last GCW show, uh, Logan Stunt wrestled Shane Mercer, and the match ended when Mercer hit Stunt with a moonsault tombstone. Is that the Moonsault and Battery? No, that is... The Moonsault and Battery is basically Bandito's Pudgyplex. Okay. Where it's we don't t- all have a computer of wrestling. I was about to explain it. it. The Moonsault and Battery is a top-rope Moonsault power slam. Uh-huh. Basically, he has the guy holding him sideways and Moonsaults. The Moonsault Tombstone is holding a guy in Tombstone position and Moonsaulting. So that, mm-hmm. so that they still land in the Tombstone. Oh, uh, Okay. I've only seen it once, in the, and it was this match, and it looked insane. Speaking of insane, insane belly-to-belly from Shane, and then a gorilla press tombstone. Uh, Depp- okay, hang on. What were we talking about Logan Stunt? No. What? What? Oh, right. Logan Stunt. Yes, he got tossed into a fountain. Yes, because Mercer, out of nowhere, just walks over to one of the food trucks, bitch slaps Logan Stunt, and then just drags out there and goes, Yes! <laughs> Yeah, there's an there's alternate video that I saw when the when the show came out because they only caught a tail end from the far back, but up close, someone quickly filmed Logan Stunt being tossed into the tiny fountain river, and I look at that and I went, "Okay then, at least he's cooled down." But I hope that was a sanitized little river. Casey, you can't sanitize a river. It's also a fountain, not a river. Oh, I still hope that it was a clean fountain. You, mm. What? Birds like to shit in it. <laughs> yes, that's generally how nature works, Casey. Like fish fuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> but um. <laughs> uh, yeah. Deppin wins with a powerbomb knee and death blow elbow for good measure. Damn good match. I have some notes from during the match. I put down that Deppin placed Mercer onto a chair and then jumps out of the ring onto his opponent. They're in the audience. 
Devin tried to suplex Mercer into the river, but it doesn't work, or vice versa. Ooh. And I went, oh no, Devin did the snot. Devin, no. And Somebody uh, spray that man with hand sanitizer. Yeah, <laughs> also, it's kind of sad for Logan's son. He was just getting trying to get a hot dog, and then he got t- tossed into the fountain. He just wanted a hot dog. Not to mention that his mask got wet. Well, I mean, they had spare masks. Well, yeah. if it's any con- if it's any consolation, you know he's cool off. Yeah, he's cooled off in the ninety degree heat. Hang on, I'm gonna try and translate that to Celsius like an old person. Uh, Fahrenheit to Celsius. Ninety <laughs> degrees is thirty-two degrees. That's not even that hot. What are you complaining about? I think it was. Uh... Well, given the fact that I think it was like um, one of the hottest days that in, that Indianapolis ever had. Yeah, it's also the bright sun where people haven't gotten a lot of bright sun in three months. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I had bright sun a few weeks ago. I got bad sunburn from it. She did. She got roasted. Yeah. And we and, and we've been getting ninety and we've been getting ninety degree uh, degree uh, wet heat down here in Florida. So. You know, fuck. You know the epicenter for one of the epicenters for the quarantine time zone, time whatever. Same over here in California. Like, but it's been all, all over because California has crazy weather. California. I've been trying. To, I was trying to tell you, but crazy but yeah, weather. Speaking of crazy, crazy people not wearing masks. I can make a segue out of anything. <laughs> Uh, His segway foo is strong. Yes, J Rose doing the right thing and keep trying to keep people in the masks. Thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. And now match number three. It's KTB versus AJ Gray. Okay, KTB came out and I was looking at him and I'm like, dude. I don't think you finished your makeup in time. <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, holy shit, it's a rogue member of Gua. Yeah, yeah, no, I was, <laughs> the thing is, I was seeing his, like, seeing him on one side, and then I see makeup, like, I think you forgot to finish. <laughs> meanwhile, for, meanwhile, AJ Gray, he came out with uh, one of the GCW uh, Black Lives Matter shirts. They're not GCW Black Lives Matter shirts. They're uh, J Rose's group, IFHY. Oh. What does that mean? I forget what it stands for, but uh, he would probably tell you. Okay. Yep. We should have him on as a guest. We should. I should talk to him about that because yeah. there is that GCW show we went to that, we, that he was on that we could talk to him about. But he's also, yeah. he's also doing the next show for GCW, which is... Fucking GCW Homecoming Weekend. Yes, we're covering that eventually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Start the match. I have things first. Uh, oh. Themes. KTB comes out to Muse, and AJ Gray comes out to Walk a Flock of Flame. What? Muse. <laughs> not Mark Muse. Yeah. No, it's just it's not that Muse are a bad band. It's just that. I don't think they really fit with the image KTB is going for. Mm. They're not exactly, you know, hard rock or metal. Yeah. 
They just look like they wanted what we're going to audition for a heavy metal band, but they didn't finish their makeup in time, and so they're kind of like we're It's a style, damn it! <laughs> nobody knows but it's a style. Sometimes, well, it, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. In this case, it just didn't work out. Fair enough. Jay Rose would be the most in-demand announcer in the game. Okay, yes, match. Yay. First, I have a quote from KG. Oh, uh, moving like movie star Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was funny. And then, goddamn, these two are fast for guys this size. Uh, Inverted atomic drop, spine buster, and splash in one fluid motion from KTB. And something I can only describe as a leg catch elbow. Like he grabbed, grabbed the leg... Uh, did a leg takedown and then twisted and elbowed him. Yeah. It's true. It happened. Yep. Tennessee Jam from AJ, to which I was scrolling on Instagram a minute ago, and AJ Gray put a picture of that leg drop with the caption, Fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> doors have returned at last, and AJ Here puts comes KTV through. And AJ Gray puts KTB through one for the win. Good match. Yeah. They broke yeah. one through to the other side. Yeah, I, I said through the, the door. Oh, it breaks a little. But the body's in the door. Yeah, there's one moment there's one moment during the matches when one of the commentators said, Oh, it's time for it's flippy shit time when AJ does a motion for a spin move. Yeah, because two cold Scorpio, whenever he would signal for the four fifty, he would do that motion. Yeah, it was just co- I was like, hearing a commentator say it's it's flippy shit time, and I'm like, that's brilliant. Bravo. <sighs> yes, I like this match. This was good. Mm-hmm. It's another it's another good match. Yep. We got ten matches to go through, so we we might have not have a lot to say about all of them. Uh, yeah. Next match. Nobody pray for me. It been a day for me. Trey Lamar versus Lee Moriarty. Two GCW uh, newcomers. I'm excited for this. Yeah, Trey Lamar, he also is wearing a Black, Live Ma- Black Lives Matter shirt. And we will be saying this because we on the podcast we support Black Lives Matter. Damn right. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> what the hell did you do? I hit my hand in a fist formation on my desk. Casey. I'm fine. But I will say, um, with, when Lee Moriarty came out, he has a cool look to him, but his entrance music is a bit too screechy in my case. Well, I have both the songs. Uh, I didn't need to I didn't need to use Siri to find out Trey Lamar's because I knew instantly it was Humble by Kendrick yeah. Lamar. Yeah, that's, that's some damn good taste in music for the record. Damn good taste? Not <laughs> intended. Very funny. Does K- Casey, do you have to guys get that? Not, not entirely. The song is off the album "Damn" by Kendrick Lamar. Ah. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Lee Moriarty's is "Boa Noite." I think I'm saying that right by Trop Killers. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I am very, very white. Yes, we all are. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, this podcast is wider than a goddamn avalanche. Now continue. White, but boosting people voices of color. Yes. Yes. Welcome to the OCW. Welcome to the OCW Mayonnaise Factory. <laughs> we we can never you can we are never calling anything a mayonnaise factory for the love of God. Uh, Fair enough. Because it sounds like jizz. Next. Hey, your mind went there, not mine. Anyway, yeah. shall we get into the match? Yes. Okay. Ow. Excellent opening sequence, and then, holy shit, incredible roll-up from Marty. They were doing the leapfrog drop-down sequence, and instead of dropping down, uh, while Trey Lamar was on his back from the leapfrog, uh, Lee Moretti slid in and clutched his legs in a way to roll him up. It was very, that was very impressive. That was my favorite spot of the match. That was incredible. Oh, my, I think my favorite, um, I think it comes right after that, is that Lee squirm, was able to squirm his way out of the headlock by Lamar, which the way he did it was pretty cool. I don't get to see a head, someone get out of a headlock like that before. Oh yeah, that was excellent. I, I call it creative. Uh, leap in top rope crossbody from Trey. A uh, roll through spinning suplex into the deal. And then a fucking cyclone kill from Moriarty. Shout out to Hero. Which he flat out said on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, a tornado DDT into an implant DDT gets uh, Lee the win. That was dope as hell. Yeah, that it was an impressive swinging DDT. I actually made sure to listen to the commentators to know what that was because I couldn't explain how, what that was. Nice work. It it was great. These were two great wrestlers, and I want to see more of them in the future. You will. They are going to be on. They're going to be on the weekend. Yay! I can't tell that. Well, Moriarty is. I don't think Trey's announced yet, but they're still announcing people. Uh, let's get to the next match. Well, Mama told me when I was young, sit, sit beside me. It's the second gear crew, Mance Warner and Matthew Justice with Levi Everett versus 440, Ricky Shane Page and Atticus Kogar. A tag team no. match. Wow. No. I don't know why this like, is, but in both my favorite indies, this and PWG, tag team matches are kind of a rarity. But my hmm. first note is, no, I hate this song. Stupid Nance Warner and My next note is, in fact, Casey hates this song. I hate what this song. Again? It is Simple Man by Shinedown. I hate it. I am indifferent I to it. I don't, yeah, I don't know that song, but I didn't like it either, if it helps. The original's better. Well, the thing for me, Bunny, is I used to hear part of this song at my job a lot. <laughs> and the thing is, I there's some songs I grew accustomed to, but there's some I didn't like. And what the I hang on. Yeah, we have a breaking thing. Dalton has just sent us an image. He finally, okay. from our PWG episode, he finally drew Sasuke the Grouch. But he did not <laughs> draw... He, he, here's the thing. He did not draw the great Sasuke as Oscar the Grouch. Oh, he drew no. Sasuke from Naruto as Oscar <laughs> the Crouch. Oh, or other way around. He drew uh, Oscar as Sasuke, but yeah. Oh, I am going to find a way to download it and send it to y'all because this is amazing. Oh, dear God. That's right. okay, Dalton. If you can expect confusion, it's awesome. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's extremely funny. Oh, my God. 
I know, it's wonderful. That's so good. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like the detail in the fur. Uh, I will... I did have a continuation with my note. Like, no, I hate this song. Stupid man's war entrance. Oh, Matthew Justice comes down next to him because we need to drag this stupid song out long. <laughs> like, Matthew Justice doesn't need his song. No, it's just man's Warner because they like man's Warner. Fucking Make a better song. Speak. Speak your mind, Casey. Speak your mind. Make a better song, Warner, please. There's a better cowboy song. <laughs> Yeehaw, <laughs> bitches. I think we'll get to it later in the later in the night. <laughs> Why don't you just use cowboy? That's fun. Did you see? Wait, what do you say? Space cowboy. You mean the Joker? Yeah. No, the one. I think Insync sang it. <laughs> Hold on, I'm looking it up. I can't okay. You you can't see it, but my head is tilted at a, at least a forty five degree angle, maybe going fifty. Yeah, it's space cowboy yippee uh yay yay right in sync. Jesus Christ. You're thinking honey, you're okay. thinking of fucking Jamiroquai and the Steve Miller band. No, I <laughs> Yes. There's Space Cowboy by the by uh Steve Miller band. Space Cowboy by Jamiroquai, Return of Space Cowboy by Jamiroquai. There is Space Cowboy by Instinct. That one also exists. There's Casey Musgraves' version of Space Cowboy. I think the Instinct one would be better. Then I'm going with Jamiroquai. And and this is and this has been one crazy weekend's completely irrelevant music history. Also, I was just fucking Ramblin' Man. That works way better. How about we don't go with cowboys? I, I like the Omen Brothers. Look, okay. Can anyone explain to me what the fuck the Second Gear Crew are? Yes, they're they're basically the a crew of guys like they're just a hangout crew. They hang out on the road. Well, that's boring as shit. I don't. Okay, okay then I You're I don't that's, know. That's you have to ask boring. them. I think I think it's a it's a faction formed by friendship on the road. There you go. Yeah. Also, apparently there is Leroy, who is an art. Amish wrestler. I'm getting to that. Levi. The, oh, the Like the I, jeans. Said, right. Oh, God damn it. No, I'm just saying that's that's his first name. Oh. Levi, like the jeans, Everett. <laughs> okay, yeah, what the fuck is with Levi? By the way, it's Mance Warner, Matthew Justice, Eddie Kingston, Effie, and Levi Everett, among others. Okay, I'm going to look this up. Okay, what's the what the fuck is with Levi Everett? I found it. Levi yes. Everett, he, I believe, is an actual Amish person, but he's also a wrestler. Well, good for him. Yeah, yeah good for okay, him. Good for him. According to cagematch.net, the second gear crew is Mance Warner, the one called Manders, AJ Gray, Eddie Kingston, Effie, and Matthew Justice. There. Okay. Great. Fantastic. And it's based on something uh, Mance said in the back that I was there for when Eddie Kingston razzed him on it. Of course you were. Yes. But the way I put it, Second Gear Crew are basically the chaos of uh, GCW. <laughs> if we're using yes. a New Japan metaphor. Would that make for... <laughs> Good. You're going to have to explain that for a lot of people who don't have New Japan World. Weird uh, weird group made mostly of faces. 
uh, that uh, usually fight together just because they're friends. I Meanwhile, that with Lij, yeah, I don't know, but I'm fairly certain four four zero would be Suzuki Gun. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. agree on that. Yeah, four four zero heals all red led by one guy. Yeah. Okay, so it's there. Okay, this the second group is called four four zero. Forty four zero is how I think. I, I, I know J Rose called it four four zero. That's what I'm going for. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. At least when yeah, I know they're the heels, but at least they're wearing face masks when they enter yes, the ring. Yes, that was great. I was very appreciative <laughs> of that. They're like we're the bad guys, but we care about our health. Damn it! <laughs> like, yes. like okay. It's like, it's like we're, it's like yeah, we're the bad, we're the bad, yeah, we're the we're we're the bad guys, but we care about our health. Also, fuck your mothers. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, from what I can tell about 44, they appear to be the new version of OI4K just without the sex offender. Yes, that was literally what I was about to say. Good job, Ricky. <sighs> By the way, Ricky, if you want any help killing Dave Christ, hit me up. <laughs> you know what? I'll second that. <laughs> and that's the last time we'll ever mention we'll mention Mr. Christ. Hey, Amen. Uh, anyway, yeah, so Atticus Kogar, he's um, fairly new on the scene, and he's got long blonde hair that makes him look kind of like Zachary Wentz with Jack Evans' hair. Or I, be- I believe he is in character Ricky's protege. Yeah. Continue. Uh, let's see. I'm just looking for my notes here. Oh, the GCW cookies. Ah, uh, yes. GCW <laughs> have, um, they've got uh, weed cookies. Except oh, yeah! Or, RSP being straight edge has weed cookies with no weed. Or, yeah, due to, uh, you know, not all states having weed legalized, they call them GCW space cookies. And I have the listings right here. <laughs> uh, we have the RSP No Funfetti Clown Cookie, which con- contains zero grams of GCW. They are massive, by the way. A friend of mine got a couple. Excuse me, milligrams, really not big. grams. If any of them contain grams, people would die. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the Effie, which is a BDSM and M cookie. I would actually try that. Which contains 50 milligrams of GCW. Uh, the Alley Cat Animal Cookie, which contains uh, 175 milligrams. And the King Nick Gage Chocolate Peanut Butter Bombs. Contains 300 gram- milligrams. I gotta stop saying grams. It contains 300 milligrams oh. of GCW. Yes, you did just hear getting BDSM rated. and M's. <laughs> I was getting ready. I was, I, was gonna, I was going to say, like, yeah, you can't really not say grams in milligrams. It's really hard. It's surprisingly hard. Yeah. When, when you're not used to the metric system. <laughs> uh also, uh, yeah, someone, someone in the comments, in the replies to this has suggested Mancer cookies, which just reminds me of Lancer cookies from, from Deltarune. Lancer hmm. cookies! Uh, Deltarune was fun. But yeah, back to this. More chapters in Deltarune, okay. Anything to, before we get into this match? I, uh, my, I'm right for my notes of the match itself, so. Uh... Not really. Go on. All right. Yep. Hmm. You got anything before we begin? Oh, 
no, uh, just <laughs> not really. I mean, what am I supposed? What am? What? How am I supposed to follow up weed cookies? I don't know, but I have something to say. <laughs> uh, this is the match yeah. where I embarrass myself a bit on Twitter. Oh, good. What did you wait, do this wait, time? Wait, what did you do? Basically, and I have this written down. Basically, Dave and KG were discussing the term for two horses fighting, and I suggested the classic bump and meet. But I should have clarified that I was joking because it came off a little, mo- a little too more uh, well actually than I wanted. Ah. KG was was chill though, and all was good. Oh, dear God. It's a mis- miscommunication on my part. Oh, dear God. It happens. <laughs> uh, Dalton, how am I supposed to follow up weed cookies? Weed milk? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> disgusting. I mean, no, wait, I think I mean, weed milk exists. Yeah, that's a thing. I know, but, like, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I don't like milk normally. The man who puts the milk in the cereal. Yes, I like it with stuff, but I don't like it on its own. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Justice and RIP and RIP RSP to start. Uh, Kogar in and the, the huge size difference. <laughs> they're talking about hot dogs, <laughs> and all I'm thinking is, you can't buy me hot dog, man. <laughs> and. Quote, mysterious grass dust on the doors this time. I... Audience, I killed a fly while recording. Yay. Doors in the ring, yeah, as are all four men. And we have a long hope spot, and Mansu gets the hot tag. Humongous chokeslam on Kogar. And Ooh. then the SGC, SGC 3D. But RSP breaks up the pin, Kogar steals the win, and the match is din. I mean done. Hmm. Well, I mean, I had some more comments if anyone wants to... Sure, go for it. Well, okay. So, um, I've got here that Warner looks like a taller champa with no beard. Yeah, I can see it. Um, there was a rather humorous moment where the SGC threw doors in the ring and 44-0 just, like, threw them right the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, He's I, like... I love their, their tactic of throwing uh, weapons away until they need them. No, at first it's, they put, at first uh, she puts doors in, and then Paige is like, "We don't need these doors." And then later, okay, now oh. I need these doors. And um, yeah, the other one is that it had traditional heel antics of letting your protege get the shit kicked out of him while you stay outside the ring and not give a fuck. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I'm not. As we not as we uh, deal with our immense whiteness. Let us go to the merch table. Oh. <laughs> Nobody buy fake tan. Um, I was going to say that th- it was a bullshit ending, though. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get the chance. Sorry. Uh, before we go to the merch table, I will say that uh, this was all my tachi match, but it had a bullshit ending. I it's didn't really care. To. Yeah, I just didn't care for yeah. it. There were some nice moments. I, I would say I'm fine with this ending because they only did this kind of ending once in this show. Yeah, true. And they yeah. generally do it on purpose to make you hate the heels, so... Yeah. Yeah, and Ricky Shane Page is doing a really, really good job of being both a chicken shit heel and a sneaky prick heel. And just, an, and like, being dominant enough to make it believable that he's the champ. Mm-hmm. He's wonderful. He is the best heel in the indies today. I maintain that. Now we can go to the merch table. Yeah. 
Mm -hmm. Hey, you! Yes, you! Are you a fan of Disney parks but are upset you can't go right now? Do you want your own chance to make some magic happen? Do you like art, comedy, and tomfoolish shenaniganery? Then have we got some good news for you! In an effort to help laid off Disney cast members and similar park employees, at Thanks for Magic is hosting a 36 hour charity live stream. Set your calendars for noon Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, December 5th, so we can all come together and say, Thanks for the Magic! If you want to help make this happen, follow at Thanks for Magic on Twitter for updates. Together, we can make sure that those who helped us make magic get some magic in return. And now, an important message from Tyler Green, Kitty Quinn, and Randy Martin. Are you tired of asking yourself if that obscure show or movie you watched once was a fever dream? Is it still in your brain to this day as a 3am channel changing hallucination? Well join us as we yank that said memory out of your subconscious while we do a deep dive on it on Channel KRT. Channel KRT is a new bi-weekly podcast where we look at the best and worst of obscure media. We'll be covering such topics as... The Puzzle Place. Clown TV. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. Reanimated. The Weird Al Show. We Sing. And, and more! more. Join us every other week over at Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, and wherever podcasts can be heard. Channel KRT, cut to static. All right, we're back, and hey, Rosen, what did you get at the merch table? Well, I got something called Logan Stunt Fountain Water. Not sure what this is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't imagine it's his bath water. I was going to say, yeah. is it like Gamer Girl bath water? That's <laughs> um, uh, so, being yeeted by Shane Mercer. That's a yeeted, yes! But uh, we are back, and quickly note from intermission on the show, one thing I actually noticed was that the wrestling uh, skirt that is around the ring was removed. My guess is probably because a lot of the wrestlers, when they were grabbing the doors, were touching it, and there's no way to quickly sanitize that. So they decided for safety to remove the wrestling skirt, which makes sense. Yeah, ring skirt is the word you're looking for, by the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was either wrestling skirt or ring skirt, so I kept yeah. with wrestling skirt. It is the skirt of the yeah. ring, not the skirt of wrestling. That way. <laughs> the sk- well, there are wrestling skirts. Jasmine McKenzie with the skirt of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's that time again. It's scramble time. Machiavellian is Illuminati all through your body. The blows like a 12 gauge shot. Uh, My favorite time of year. Everyone get. Everyone gets their shit in. And I love it. It's scramble time. It is. The Midsummer Scramble. It is Calvin Tankman versus JJ Garrett versus Cole Radrick versus Benjamin Carter versus Gringo Loco versus Zachary Wentz. Downside to this one. Yes. We only saw half. Two thirds. We only saw two thirds of the entrances, and yeah. I don't know who the rest of the guys uh, were. Yeah, I, I would have liked to see the entrances. Oh, like, I, I think it was they came in too late. But, uh, yeah. Cole Radrick, Benjamin Carter, JJ Garrett. I had heard of Cole Radrick and it was mutuals with J.J. Garrett. I had not seen them in the ring before, but now I have, and they're great. Uh, Benjamin, yeah, Benjamin Carter's fantastic. Gringo Loco, excuse me. Gringo Loco is 
great too. Zachary Wentz is great. And the rising star among all of them, Calvin fucking Tankman. He picked a very good, a very, very suitable last name. Tankman! Yeah. Tankman! And to round out the trifecta, Gomer, you know what to do. Put in the Mega Man boss theme. Yes, Wentz and Tankman get entrances. Wentz using the Rascal's theme and Tankman using ha- Tupac's Hail Mary. <sighs> Shall we get into it? No, let's sit around and do fuck all instead. I meant, does anyone have any any t- no. comments? I have one, only one comment for this match and then my thoughts on it. Okay, then, yeah. Starting off, everybody's going after Calvin. Get rid of the biggest guy first. Radrick with an awesome suplex and a twisting air raid crash. Uh, JJ Garrett looking and wrestling like Scott Steiner in 1993. I'm in. Yeah, kind of a mix, kind of kind of a fusion dance of uh, of uh, Scott Steiner and Marty Jannetty. Yeah, uh, KG pointed out it's uh, he, he he thought Scott Steiner and Jeff Cobb. Uh, oh, Dalton. <laughs> Do you think Dank, uh, Tankman likes to hang out with Dankman, or is he depressed and he can only hang out with Stankman? Well, you know, you, you gotta keep on your toes, so you hang out with Flankman. Or, no. or you go to a bar and hang out with Drankman. No. <laughs> I, I don't think we know any more, any more uh, rhymes for this joke, so let's move on. Uh, another well, great... How do you know he just hangs out with his buddy Henry or Hankman? God damn it! Children. So, uh, great quote from Kevin from Kevin Gill. Quote: So, can I be Kevin? Can I be Frank? Man, God damn. I just have to... As I was saying, a quote from Kevin Gill: Someone get some kid. Someone get that kid some pudding or something. He's fucked. <laughs> and then I have this is. I mean, Nirvana. After, I mean, after this, we could you know all uh, get on Discord and watch Blank Man. God damn it. And now, Dalton, of course, I heard he got a lot of money and he's buddy-buddy with Blank Man. Or not Blank Man, Bank... I said Bank... I, said, I meant to say Bank Man, but Jeff put Blank Man in my head. He's gonna listen to this. What the fuck is going on? I hear that, that yell from the other room. What the fuck? I'll, I'll go, go back to your echo, and I'm so sorry. It's fine. This is just... <sighs> this joke is both amazing and awful. It's amaze-awful. <laughs> Anyway, Wentz launched JJ into Tankman on the outside. Uh, and then Calvin yeeted Wentz with a tornado. Or just not a tornado, a tornillo. Good! <laughs> Dalton. Rosen just messed up like he came into contact with Prankman. Yeah. Anyway. A five-man superplex spot. Which I, I guess would be a double Tower of Doom. Well, I wanted to call it something else, but I was vetoed. And for good reason. For good reason. Yeah. The, we're, we're not talking about the Akeem and One Man Gang. Hmm. Did I say Akeem and One Man Gang? I meant Akeem and Big Boss Man. Akeem was One Man Gang. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did, is wrong with me? Did you need a minute? I don't know. My brain is... 
I have not been sleeping well. And have you have you been taking too much of the crank, man? <laughs> God damn it! I heard that. And go over again. I'm sorry. I'm so bad. I don't. Breathe. I've got a case of the jank, man. <laughs> this this is a mess. What we have on our hands right here is a mess. Oh my uh, god. Okay. Oh, oh okay, enough of the wank, man. Ah! Sander is again on my end. I'm sorry. Please move on. Oh Okay. Got a are getting our shit in sequence. I love it. Shooting star <laughs> Centon from Carter. That was crazy. Uh, nasty tombstone from Loco. UFO cutter from Zack. Step up second rope Centon from JJ. Springboard center from Cole. And then Calvin using uh, Carter as a weapon on Cole. And then powerbombing him onto, I believe, JJ? And then powerbombing him onto the mat viciously. Tope Khan, hello from Tankman. Uh, Tankman, I meant to call him Tankman. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think I'm going delirious. This and not the Ring of Honor did. kind. This, this, uh, yeah, this segment I think has, uh, this segment I think has got uh, broken him. <laughs> A shooting star press from Tankman gets the win. Goddamn, that ruled. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty that was a pretty good shooting sh uh, running shooting star from a guy that size. Bunny, do you have anything to? <laughs> no, no, I really don't. Um, the only thing I only have one thing to add on this match besides my thoughts on it. There was a f awesome five person power bomb superplex that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, we mentioned that. Yeah, it was cool, but this one is my least favorite match. Really? I, I mean, it's because it's just because there's like yeah, there's six wrestlers, but only like you said, two third were only announced, and so, I didn't even see like two third. Only one third for me, and even then, it was hard time trying no, to no, figure honey, out I who meant was. Only two, thir spoke. two thirds didn't get entrances. Oh, sorry, yeah. I misheard you. But it's just. I couldn't tell who was who, because that's the only the two that were announced, and even then it was just like, yeah, no, this is not, except for that one cool move, this is not interesting. I mean, it's a scramble, so chances are if you don't know the people going in already, you know, it'll, it, it, it's easy to get lost. Yeah. Uh, but there was, oh yeah, there was also a dorm slam out into the audience. I almost forgot about that. Yeah, Radrick hit a uh, an elbow off the top, th uh, onto the outside, through a door, onto uh, Carter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, match seven. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. One called Manders versus Chris Dickinson. Another horse fight, yeah. let's go. Um, I accidentally confused Manders' entrance music for Dickinson's because, for some reason, even though I know Chris Dickinson, I keep forgetting about his music. Okay, Morotaro. You haven't got that oh. reference yet. You will. Okay. From what? Don't give him up for free. 
Ah, okay. <laughs> well, I'm sure. Oh wait, it's not, sorry, sorry, funny. It's been a while since I've I played Dungeon Rampage V3, so. Sorry. We've got uh, first up. We've got the second coming of Stan Hansen, men in the best possible way. The one called Manders. Oh yeah, and then Chris Dickinson comes out. But the thing is, he's standing there in this exact same pose for like thirty seconds, and I'm like, Chris, you can move. Chris, you can move. Move, Chris. Get out the way. Get out the way, Chris. Get out the way. <laughs> but, well, as Chris pointed out when I was watching, he's probably standing there. Because it's been a few months, I'm like, yes, I know, but it's funny. Because uh, it is, because it can be funny. Yeah. <sighs> but yes, <laughs> comes out to steal Cowboy, and uh, Dickinson, who I would put in my indie Elite Four, since uh, Mount Rushmore is stupid, I'm switching it up to the Elite Four. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, he comes out to uh, victory by... Uh, Puff Daddy featuring Biggie Smalls and Nas, I believe. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go into it. Here we go. Anybody? I already did my entrances. I, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's two. It's it's two. It's two big guys. You know, bumping me. Bumping me. You know yeah. what? What? Are you, I mean, some really, really good psychology with Dickinson, especially near the end. Uh, I mean, not not really. I mean, not really much to say other than it's just an enjoyable match. Yeah, I it was a, notes, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I have like a couple of like there was like a, like they're both had great skills, but my one notable thing about the match was slap match because they were just, there was one part they were just slapping each other. Yeah, yes, I mean, it, it, as 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 one does. <laughs> uh, I would watch Twitch Dickinson. Because <laughs> KG said that Dickinson's been locked in his basement for four months with only his drums and some video games. Aww. He's just... He's just lonely without his wrestling friends. He's just playing music and drums and he's just like, I want my friends. Like, you I mean, there's kind of the other obvious thing, but we should probably shouldn't mention that. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Jerking off, Dallas. Oh, bumping meat. Yes. If you're going to be locked in your basement for four months, it's fuck all else to do. I mean, fair enough. But yeah. I, was, I was actually not thinking about that. I'm That's because you are a saint. <laughs> oh, yes. uh, thank you. Chop fight. Chop fight, slap and match. Can we just play Chris Dickinson matches instead of shooting off fireworks this July 4th? <laughs> oh, no, wait. I have to Wait, that sounds good to me. Oh, no, wait. A, a cool badass thing. Chris can set up fireworks by slapping them. Like he he doesn't need matches. He can use the the strength of his nut his own hands to pound the ground until flames erupt and a bam fireworks. I mean his I mean his hand would have to, to go faster than any human hand is possible uh, is capable of doing. It's but... not speed. It's force. Well, yeah. it is. Well, the thing is, it is speed because of friction. True. Yeah. True. But, uh... Yeah, this... I have here, this is six months of p uh, collective pent-up energy, which my phone wanted to, uh... autocorrect to six months of collective lentil energy. But I Jesus. think both these guys are huge meat-eaters, which is fine with me. 
<laughs> gigantic kick from Dickinson into a figure four, which gets the tap out. Loved it. Mm-hmm. It was a good match to showcase both their skills. Any thoughts, Bunny? It was a good match. I'm not really interested in cowboys, but you know. That's it's fair. It's not really a, a gimmick that translates that well outside America. Yeah. yeah. Except for Japan. At least, they love some of cowboys. Yeah, at least the one called Manders would have had a better cowboy-style aesthetic than... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Warner. You may look like you're... Okay, okay, yes, I know that he's Southern. Yes, he can't be a cowboy, but... He's changed the stupid self. <laughs> Anyway, next match before next Casey gets into a rant again. Next match, please. Just open up like a page in a book. These words that I'm writing will be misunderstood. If I dishonest, bring me back to my knees. Alright, mm-hmm. so uh, GCW's most rising star, Blake Christian versus newcomer Myron Reed. I put down that Myron looks like uh, he just got out of the club before the virus happened. Myron I was thinking more about what the hell was with his vest. I, I, I thought think, it was cool. Yeah, I thought the vest was neat. I, I, also, because like I put later that prowl, like his vest probably also like can hold his powers. Like Blake, a uh, Christian, when he came out, his man bun got bigger, and I went, "The man bun is the source of his powers," because because. Uh. Because <laughs> there's, I will say right now, when I was watching this uh, match, I was saying that no matter how many times Blake, Blake like lands on his feet, it's like he's half cat. Rosen then proceeds to tweet this. Blake Christian saw it and liked it and retweeted it. <laughs> Blake knows what I'm talking about. He knows that he is all, he has the cat powers because he can land on his feet without getting hurt. You have it. Video evidence. He has ankles of steel, apparently. Get him that during this match a couple times, he landed on his feet on the, on the grass without stumbling. And one of those was a wrestling move. Like, damn, man, how the hell are you doing that well? <sighs> I say he's half cat. Uh, let's see. Let's have fun with this one. Yes. Uh, Myron Reed is a guy I've heard a lot about, but uh, I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, coming out to Dark Knight Demo, and then looks like Blake switched music to the Bomb.com 2.0. These are both song names. And yet they don't sound real. That's why I said those are. are both song names. And yet they are real song names. It's like you have to, con- you ha- you have to confirm these things, apparently. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. This apparently. is already so. awesome from the get go. Mm-hmm. They're and, like high eagle jumps from uh, Myron onto Blake, Blake who was is out of the ring. Like they both got very hurt from that one. Like seriously, that that's one part. Uh, Fireman's carry spinebuster from Reed and then cut her over the goddamn ropes. Yes. Uh, double cross body, like they cross bodied into each other, synchronicity, and then dive over the top from Blake, it, 
who lands on his feet and into a scorpion death drop on the outside. Oh my fucking god! Like when I saw that, I was like, holy! He, like first he missed, and he's like, I'm doing this. I land on my, he landed on his feet. Like, I'm doing this again. Does it again, perfectly with his opponent. And I look at that and I'm like, what the fuck? This is cool. But also, it's like, they're, they were in a good sync with each other, kicking each other, going back up, keep going, like, repeating if he does. Like, they were in sync with during that moment, too. Yeah. Um, springboard uppercut from Myron, and the vest is off, and post-dive, oh god, fuck shit. He made a perfect glide. Go, like, as soon as he took his vest off, he made a perfect glide out of the ring towards Blake. I mean, it was Ricochet-esque, really. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um... Rope balance Spanish fly. And then, yeah, surprise roll-up gets, uh... Blake the win. That was incredible. This was a great match that it's one of my favorites. Yep. I I uh, liked how well they played with each other. Uh, yep. Especially each other. It's, <laughs> it's that Flippy Boy shit. You love to see it. Yep. Yes. it's how, Well, it, this Flippy Boy shit is well done to the point where you... I want to see these two fight wrestle again. I want to see what... They, I mean, they should what they can do outside. Like, actual outside, outside. What happens if you give them a different space to work with that's still outside and see what shit they can do. Hmm. You mean like on the roof of a on the roof of a tall skyscraper? Uh, I mean kind of... I, I mean you just imagine like the guy just putting on a putting on like a parachute and die and just you know doing a para, like a para jump like a uh, off off the top of the tower, off the top of the building, and then just kind of positioning himself uh, through the wind and everything, doing like a perfect shooting star from the harness. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's I mean it's impossible, but it would it, it would be cool. Be cool yeah. maybe, maybe, but I was thinking more of like I don't know why I was I've been thinking like board like a boardwalk pier carnival, like. They're on the boardwalk. They're on the pier of the of the boardwalk, and they are just doing these high jumps and kicks, while on top of carnival games and stuff like that. Well, have That's you know that uh, the next GCW uh, the next GCW shows we're covering, but not, but you know they don't happen till the end of the month till the end of July, are at the Garden Pier on the Atlantic City boardwalk. I only saw Atlanta City. It's a, okay. Oh, dear God. Yep. Someone's going to jump into the ocean that day. <laughs> if it's near the ocean. Yep. Um. Match number nine? Yes. Bunny, Jeff, y'all, y'all ready to move on? Of course. Yeah. God damn it, Dalton. What? Dalton. What? Dalton. Dalton. Chad. <laughs> Dalton. We were done with this. We're past that match. <laughs> oh, it's on you. Oh, what did he say? He said, sorry, got a little flustered from that joke. Had to go take a trank, man. <laughs> <laughs> Next match. 
Alley Cat versus Effie. It's the last day of Pride as we're recording this, so happy Pride, y'all. Happy Pride. Yes. Happy Pride. Mm-hmm. I love them both, but don't make me choose. I put, uh, when Effie came out, uh, for his entrance. Um, <laughs> like he came out a long time ago. I know. Um, when he was, was coming out of his entrance, he looked like he was wearing the, a mask from the film Spring Breakers. And I was like, cool, you're doing, Effie, yay, Effie for, for, like, wearing a mask. Why does he look like he just stole it from that movie set and it's just flaunting it like crazy? No, he's just a dom dad. He's got a lot of asses to spank, man. Yeah. And Alley Cat, uh, she comes out. She's also really? wearing a... Nothing? <laughs> I was trying not, I didn't want to make a joke. But also Alley Cat, uh, she comes out wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt. That's going to matter later in the match. Uh, but there's... Like, before the match even starts, there's a minor camera fail because they got pushed off to the left, but they fix it right before the match starts. Yep. Uh, Bunny, any thoughts on entrances or people or whatever? Kittens. Kittens. I'm good. How are you? Good. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, honey, alley cat. Oh, right. Duh. Yes. Kittens. Okay. Dummy. Alley Cat is quickly rising to the title of Queen of Intergender Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Look, I'm sorry, but there's a couple of other people who were um, kind of ahead of her on that one. Well, I mean, current ki- current Queen of Intergender Wrestling, because one we don't acknowledge, and the other is not Intergender Wrestling anymore. I'm talking about Madison Eagles, bitch. Oh, yes. Matt. Okay, uh, then K- Queen of American Intergender Wrestling. How about that? Fun. Uh, we gotta rub that pussy chant, which for once is actually wholesome, maybe? You know, Allie literally said, you get down and rub that pussy, a.k.a. rub her belly. Effie looks like he's about to, but grabs her hair instead because he just wants to wrestle. God, uh, just rub the pussy already. I'm here to wrestle. Yeah, and then uh, he gets like, and then he gets onto the mic saying, "I have it written down." You go ahead. I have it par- uh, paraphrased. It's Pride Month, and we've got two LGBTQ plus talents in the semi-main. I'm proud of you. Welcome to the club. But I'm the old gay, and tonight we're gonna break down the closet door, and you're gonna be the fucking sacrifice that goes through it. Yeah. Mhm. We got uh, a clash position tarantula. <laughs> What? No, I just can. <laughs> you remember the man your man could smell like? Yes. <laughs> Imagine if it was instead of Old Spice, it's all gay. <laughs> <laughs> the man your man can fuck like. Yeah. I'm on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Clash position tarantula, uh, cannon hairball, and I will let the women discuss what happened with Alley Cat. Yeah, uh, should we? We need to discuss the fact that uh, during one moment uh, when Ali was wrestling, uh, there's a she. There's a moment that looked like she hurt, hurt her, injured her jaw, and there was a moment where J Rose rushed over to her side and. Handed her her T-shirt, 
And for the rest of the match, Allie is, is wearing her shirt, meaning that she had a wardrobe malfunction with her top because... Her boot noticed, popped out. Yeah, I noticed in the beginning that it looked like... I've seen the top and like, it's cute. It's a cute wrestling attire, but I don't know if she, I hope she tight, made it tight so her boots don't pop out. Unfortunately, that's what happened. But luckily, the cameras didn't pick that up. And there was... And, it was nice that they actually covered it as one thing, and she pulled and she continued wrestling with her Black Lives Matter shirt on, and it showed that she like basically she was wearing a t-shirt over her wrestling gear, kind of how, like how I felt when I did Rose's wrestling class for one day, and even though I had a wrestling a good workout top, they're like, yeah, you're gonna have to wear a shirt over it, and I'm like, why? Uh, just because the other people to make it comfortable for you, for them, and for you, yeah. and I'm like. Oh. I'm like okay, which but it still felt weird. It's 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 just a professionalism thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Boobs. <laughs> Boobs. Fair enough. Um. Also, there was a me. Also, there was uh, the door came out. It was door time, and also there was a meow chat that chant. There were several chant chants. There was a dueling new gay old gay chant. There was <laughs> which was fun. New gay shit and Gacy Dub was my favorite. <laughs> I only heard new gay, old gay, and I thought that was one. Yep. Uh, excellent Larry Cat. Or a Larry Gato. Uh, I love the kayfabe that Effie is invincible during Pride. I waste my best material <laughs> on you people. I, I, you told me already. <laughs> uh, Spike DDT gets Alley the win. Excellent stuff. This was an, another good match, and this is one of my other favorites. Effie, I don't know why he changed his theme, but Highly Suspicious was such a better choice. Hmm. I just never really liked Goodbye Yellow Brick Mode much. Okay. Ah, uh, music, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Like, he's, was... he's all high energy and shit, and you're going out to one of those... Oh, it's so dreary. It, God, the, the tone the tone doesn't fit. Uh, I'll admit it. I mean, I I do like the I do like the song, but to but to Bunny's point, it doesn't quite fit the high energy yeah. that we're used to seeing from Effie. Yeah. yeah. Also, Dalton, new gay, old gay, blue gay, gold gay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the main event. It's Nick Gage versus Spider Nate Webb. Like... Is it that every t- I want to say every time we have a Gage match, somehow he always gives the most notes. Why do we have, does he have the most notes for me? Because he's Nick fucking Gage. Yeah. Yeah. You even admitted you like Nick Gage, and you're not a, you're not a deathmatch fan. Well, I like him when he's not doing deathmatches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, oh. I love the... I... Hmm? Sorry, you go first before I say mine. Uh, I love the GCW handed out masks and gloves for a socially distant and irresponsible mosh pit. They knew it was going to happen no matter what, so they might as well be safe about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is, uh, yeah, Nick Gage, he is starts wearing a mask uh, to do his mob cra- uh, mashing. Then he takes it off, and I'm like, oh, I hope he doesn't get sick after this. Uh, and then uh, the thing, but downside, there were some people coming up to him 
not wearing mask and also uh, like not wearing it correctly. And I look at that and I'm like, Gage, I hope you got tested after this because now I'm concerned. I'm sure he's fine, Case. Yeah, but also audience members wear your damn mask or I will kill you. With kindness. You're going to kill him with kindness? For, the, kindness? For, for legality's sake, we'll say with kindness. Kindness and then torture. For legality's sake, we'll say just kindness. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is when the show had to, had to be paused when a fan, who's a PWG crew's uh, Shelby, hit her head on a rock. Yeah, uh, dur- yeah. right as we were ready to have a, a Nate Webb come out, uh, it stops completely. There's a moment where the ref is looking at something, he's pointing over, and uh, even getting Gage's attention, pointing over, and the ref goes out, and then Gage steps out. But then, off screen, apparently there was a crowd going over to the injured audience of her, and Jade Rose was yelling, going into the mic saying, guys, Give some space, disperse. Let the people people that know what they're doing do know what they're doing. Stop. Go back to your seats. Like J Rose handled it very well. Though of course because of the situation, it kinda it made this uh this um this wrestling show a lot longer, so they had to quickly cut to commercial breaks for GCW in the meantime until things got settled down. Yep. It took it took like twenty minutes to almost half an hour. Which means we saw a lot of Spider Night Web cooking in the kitchen. Spider Night Web is cooking yeah. for you. I was gonna say, do you guys know that Spider Night Web is cooking in the kitchen? In fact, Spider Night Web is cooking for you. That's why. Oh no, no. That's that's besides the fan thing. That's also why he was like he was doing his cooking show. Casey wasn't live. It was also gonna premiere after the show. Oh. They were. They kept saying it was premiering after. He was filming another episode that would go on next week. But what's important is Spider Day Web is cooking in the kitchen. Spider Day Web is cooking, and I believe it's for you. Yeah, uh, I'll get into it more when I say how to improve the show. But they they had very little sizzle reel loop to do during intermission and this expected second <laughs> intermission, and so everything mm-hmm. moved a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, let's get into it. Thankfully, GCW did the right thing and made sure she was okay, called the EMTs and put the match on hold until she was confirmed to be okay. Props to them, and especially to J-Rose for keeping everyone safe. And now, and after they confirmed that people are safe, we're back with Spider-Man Webb's entrance and Nick Gage with the blind side. Yeah, Nick, Ga- Nick Gage, like, as the commentator said, yeah, Nick Gage waited a very long for, long for this match, so he didn't want to wait for Webb to finish his entrance. He, like I put in my notes, he Gage attacks Webb as he waited long off, sets a door on two chairs, and then slams Webb through it. Yep. That's how long Gage had to wait to where he knew he was going to plan to do something. He's like, okay, okay, the audience is good? Okay, okay, come here, motherfucker, slam! Yep, and then uh, hmm. a powerbomb through the door gives J-Rose enough time to do Nick Gage's full intro. They brawl towards the river, they brawl back to the ring. Uh Battle into the audience. Yep. Well I said yeah. Power uh, oh. oh, good. Well again, 
Gage tried to toss Web out into the river, but the ref wouldn't allow it. And because, like, if you really look at the river, you think it's right there, but it's still a, like a, quite a distance. And there's probably no stairs to get up from it. True. We also ran into a problem, which is that because the venue was outside, the only real. They didn't have any security personnel except for the ref and Jordan and Joe Rose. So, um, there was nothing stopping the crowd from getting right up there with the wrestlers. Yeah. It made it kind of hard to see. Uh, you might want to move back from your mic a bit because you're kind of coming in a little, little too close. Okay, I have moved away from the mic to breathe in. That's better. But yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that made, yeah, that made it more... Because, like, Joe Rose and the ref at, were trying so hard not to get an audience to the wrestlers because the wrestlers are trying to wrestle outside but the crowd kept on moving and they weren't social distancing when they kept coming closer to the wrestlers that are just trying to wrestle and to make sure the audience is also safe like that like I agree with Benny there should have been more security to let me like back the audience away so they don't get themselves hurt yeah get a hand get a rail at least Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no. Look, they should get a they should get a poking stick, like poke you. <laughs> like, like the eyes are too close. Poke you. Poke you with a stick. No, just no, 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 no. Just have the guys with sticks like surrounding the wrestlers. You're pushing, just pushing, poking the people back. Just like back, back, ha, back. Well, here, well here's the good thing about, about this poking stick. Mm-hmm. Well, well, there's one good thing about this pointing stick. It's exactly six feet, so that way they can keep their distance. Yeah. And if you think one isn't enough, bam, you can add four to the po- po- pointing stick, so you can add three or four. It might be heavy, but you can keep a good advantage. The pokey stick, sponsored by One Crazy Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the match. Uh, let's see. Boot scrape with the door. Jeff, what's your expert opinion? I do believe that this is what we in the scientific community would call an ass whooping. <laughs> yes. A sunset bomb through the door. A half Nelson flatliner from Spider. And a coast to coast moonsault. But a pile driver on the chair gets Gage the win. Hell yeah. Anything? Yeah, like there, there's one moment where Webb grabs a beer from the venue, spits it into Gage's face, before Gage slams his opponent onto the ground. Then Gage grabs a cooler, tosses it at Webb, at Webb and then has the audience member hold a chair and slams Webb into it. Webber Nate spied. Yeah, <laughs> and then my next note was chaos. Because it was chaos. Yep. Uh, Bunny, Jeff, what do you think? It's good, to see, it's good to see the king back in action. Mm-hmm. It was a good but brutal match. Yep. I really wanted to see Webb and Gage do the Spider-Man point, although admittedly someone would have to explain it to Gage... But it'll probably take a while because yeah. I don't think you know what a meme is. What is this in the fucking 60s? Yeah, good <laughs> shit. <laughs> and um, the other thing is that Gage really needs some new cocky pants. Yeah, yeah, they were. They're basically ripped in half. 
Yeah, they got shredded for some reason. Because he's ne- he hasn't changed he hasn't like changed his gear in like years. Yeah, I think that this time he probably might have to retire those shorts and get a brand new pair. Like just you should frame them. Clearly they're sentimental. <laughs> I get it. All right. So post match game gauge calls for the MDK gang and welcomes the Indies back. Let's move on to the closing segment. My thoughts on the show, what a fantastic return to form. Yeah, it's uh it's definitely nice to see uh GC nice to see GCW back in action. It was a good shit. It was a good show. Um, I already made my points of, of what they had, but of course what they can't approve on, we're going to be talking about in just a second. Yes. This was a good uh, return to form. Yeah, this might be the new norm for a while, but if we want to keep things like, Sorry. get back to, if we want to keep things safe, we have to have this for a while until we can feel safe to not wear a mask and still have fun. Yeah. Be smart, be safe, be careful. Wash your damn hands and sanitize. And wear a mask. Yep. Uh, yeah. Aside from the stuff that's out of their control, my only uh, I don't, my only suggestion would be having more content to play during intermission. Because for a 30 minute intermission, <laughs> they had like a 3 or 4 minute loop. And we've already gone over who's cooking in the kitchen for us. <laughs> it's weird. Mm-hmm. But is he in the kitchen with Dinah? Might Someone's well in the kitchen, I know. <sighs> uh, picks time. Who wants to go first? Mm, Alright, I'll go first. I pick Rikisha and Paige because he's wonderful. Fair enough. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, pick Alley Cat. Was, uh, uh, her, her, her match with Effie was pretty much my favorite. I am going to pick uh, Lee Moriarty. Lee uh, Moriarty? Lee Moriarty. <laughs> Shit, I did it again. I love you, Casey. <laughs> I love you, honey. I meant Lee Moriarty. Like, Moriarty. I, Mori- I said Lee Moriarty. Moriarty. You got a hard Moriarty. Moriarty. Goddamn Forgive me, guys. I have a speech impediment. It's That's fine. It's not. A, I, it's not really speech impediment. It's just, at least as far as I know, you've never told me about man. it. Anyway, man. I'm gonna pick but Calvin I, Tech. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say because I I picked Lee because I thought thought he, he was very well done. But my close second, uh, if I get to the name, was Myron Reed. So they were like my top two. Yeah. Uh. I'm going to go with Calvin Tankman. Pretty much everyone in the scramble was great, and Shane Mercer was also great, but I feel like Calvin Tankman was the biggest rising star. Uh, and our group pick is J-Rose. For once, we're picking an announcer, because he absolutely killed it, and he needs to be booked more places. Book him more. Book him more. Book him more. He is awesome. Yes. So, let's move on to plug time. Jeff, what do you got? Uh, nothing so far. All right, Bunny, you got anything? Nope. Casey? I uh, don't have anything new at the moment. Just my 
usual plugs of my Twitter, my Instagram that I've always done, my Patreon, my T Public, my webcomic, the Monster Humper, or webtoons. Just the usual. Well, I am just going to promote my link tree, which which has all this all my stuff. Link dot slash Rosenthorn. I need to invest in that. You do. It's free. Ooh, free. Uh, thank you to Gilmer for editing this. Thank you to Ethan for the intro. Thank you to Joe for the soon-to-be-updated artwork. Yay! Thank you to uh, Fight TV for access to this. Thank you to GCW for putting on one hell of a show. And thank you to you for listening. And thank you to Mio Sirga for not getting mad at this, oh. as far as we know of. We are so bad at this. This is how you know mm. it's it's real. It's all improv. I'm not writing any of this down. But our next show, we're going to Japan. We're doing two nights, like ten hours of wrestling. Well, that's for our bonus episode. Yes, so. we're still in the quarantine time vortex. So next is Wrestle Kingdom 14. Goddamn, let's do was it. That, was that this year's? That was this year's. Yes. Featuring... Oh, that's gonna be funny. I spent most of this. I, I spent most of that show drunk off my ass. Featuring the return of Hiromu Takahashi, the retirement of Jushin Thunder Liger, the double gold dash, and so much more. And we'll be covering it all next time on One Crazy Weekend. Bye. Bye.